Hello, and welcome to episode 99 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're talking about their finest. How's everyone doing? Great. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. Keen, keen to get going. Henry's back this week. Back this week. Henry is back this been? week. How have you been? Been, been well, yeah. Enjoyed my Easter. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone have a good one. Yeah, good, yeah, thank you. Right. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. Get no? Oh, it looks like cool some bit. Oh. Okay. I don't know why it's like a bit sunny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're glad to have you back, Woody, mm. once again. Mm. But unfortunately, <laughs> no. our quartet is still missing its yes. cello. And uh, oh. that is Joseph McClafferty. Joseph McClafferty's not here, is he? He's not. But, I mean, he'll definitely be back next week for the 100th episode. Absolutely. Ooh. Which we're all very much looking forward to. Century. So exciting. Yep. You know, doesn't only seems like yesterday we were at our fiftieth reviewing this. Does that, it England. actually does though, doesn't it? Yeah, this England does not feel long ago, and yet it was before I moved in to this flat it's almost a year ago. Jesus. It's well, it is a year ago because I've been living here more than a year now. Mm. Mm. So yeah, crazy, crazy indeed. Mm. So how's everyone's weeks been? How's everyone's Easter's been? I know we asked that question, but <laughs> did you do anything Easter-ish? I've chocolate a beer, really. Yeah. I, a few chocolate eggs. <laughs> Good. And that's it, but I've, I've, I've been having to go to uni pretty much every day, do some work, so... Yeah. At half term? At half term. Unbelievable. No days off for this man. No, no rest for wicked, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> but we're so close to finishing uni now. Oh, no. Don't have to tell me. What, all together? Yeah. This year last year? Yeah. yeah. You knew this. Fuck me. Did you know that? My last deadline's 10th of May and then I'm out of there. When's yours? 10th of May. Mine's before that. Is it? 5th of May. Blow me. 10th of May. That's just a couple of days after... (laughs) Later. That's just a couple of days after our anniversary of film night. Yeah, 7th of May. 7th of May. Yeah. I know. What's 7th of May the first time you recorded? Well, no, it was the first uh, time the episode went out. The first Uh, episode ET went out into the public's eyes. Extraterrestrial, yeah. yes. Absolutely correct. Bob on Henry. Ten points. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, two years old this podcast will be. Yeah. Very soon. Right. But, uh, what were we saying? Oh, uni, yeah. Finished very soon, so I'm looking forward to it. Cool. What are you going to do after that? We'll see. Don't know. You don't know then? No. Journalism? Well, hopefully. Otherwise, the past three years have been rather wasted. <laughs> mm. And a lot of money... have been wasted anyway. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> a lot of money down the drain. Oh, spirits up, uh, but spirits up. Episode ninety nine and all that. Yeah. What about you? How's your Easter? Yeah, it was alright. Didn't get up to too much, you know. Mm. No. Right then. Good. Uh, right. Well, are we are we ready to talk films? I think we are. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. This week we're talking about their finest. Here's a clip. Hey. Dunkirk film scene seventeen, take one. Good luck, Lieutenant Lumbeck. Action! Here, boy. Here. Come on, boy. Don't be a fool, Johnny. There's a sniper out there, and he's got a friend. It's a Carabiner 9A Kurtz. Best damn gun since the... Hester 73! Uh, I'm most awfully sorry. I'm I'm afraid I've I've, I've lost my line. Cut! 
Their Finest is directed by Lone Scherfig. <laughs> Something funny about that, Jeff. Never heard a foreign name before. <laughs> <laughs> and it stars Gemma Arterton. <laughs> you didn't find that one funny. No. No, 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 no. British name. <laughs> Sam Claflin, Bill Nye, and Jack Huston. The synopsis is. A former secretary, newly appointed as a scriptwriter for propaganda films, joins the cast and crew of a major production while the blitz rages around them. What did you two think of their finest? To put it very simply, really didn't like the start. I thought the middle part was pretty good. Ending died off again. Um, that's my general... Simple effective. Simple effective view of it. Yeah, I thought the start was very messy. I, didn't, I really wasn't interested, you know, when she's spending time at home with... Her husband, or was he? Wasn't he? I don't think he was really. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. They made that pretty clear. <laughs> no, Sorry, he wasn't. No. He wasn't. Um, you know, all that. I was really quite bored, and I was starting to dread the rest of the film because we were only ten minutes in, and I was already feeling like, oh, I'm not going to enjoy it. But then it did pick up. I think once she started writing the script, and once they started shooting the film, I thought Bill Nye was very funny. Um, I thought he was excellent, and I thought there were some really quite funny scenes throughout the middle section. And then I did get interested a bit, not massively, but it did pick up. And then we get to the end, and I think it lost its way. Um, I mean, we're not going to get into spoilers right now, but the very ending really wasn't a fan of. Uh, quite predictable, and it was a shame, because I really was thinking in the middle section, this is really picked up, I am enjoying it, it's a pretty straightforward story, easy to follow, and I'm just sort of along for the ride, but then, yeah, I was quite disappointed with how it finished. Um, Acting-wise, I thought Sam Claflin was was okay. I thought he overacted a little bit. I don't know. I thought he was pretty solid, though. Gemma Arterton, yeah, good performance. You saw her recently in that zombie film, didn't you? Was she in that? What was that? Um, yeah, Blow Me, what's it called? Girl <laughs> uh, with All the Gifts. Girl with All the Gifts. Yeah. yeah, which I wanted to see, actually, after your review. Yeah, that was one of my favourite films last year, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, didn't get around to it, but... Um, mm. I thought she was good, actually. Um, good Welsh accent. I didn't think it wavered at all. And yeah, I'd say on the whole, an enjoyable film, but a disappointing ending and a slow start. Would he? I think Jack's pretty spot on there. I think he hit the nail on the head, to be honest. Um, mm. I agree with your little summary of just very dull at the start. And yeah, the end, I mean, we, 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 we will have to talk about that. Jesus. Yes. I think, <laughs> yeah, maybe the majority of this review will have to be spoilers. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um <laughs> yeah, a proper mixed bag, I thought, this film. Um, it had its moments. Some great performances. Well, a great performance from Bill Nye, I should say. Um, mm. He had all the humour came from him. And I just quite liked his character anyway. Um, and I thought he pulled it off perfectly. Interestingly, I thought Eddie Mars, him and Eddie Marson were quite a good duo. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Their scenes were quite funny and... Um, this is all going to have to be bleeped. Yeah, no, just... <laughs> don't, don't mind them. Uh, yeah. I'll start again, shall I? <laughs> um, should, should we get rid of this? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> just joking. Oh. Oh, I've lost my way now. And Gemma Arterton, yeah, I thought the performance was good. Good, decent accent, yeah. Yeah, strong accent. Um, Sam Claflin, not a fan at all. Um, overacting, very much so. I... I didn't like his character. I don't know whether that's... I don't know whether he's like that in all his films. I just didn't like his mannerisms. and his, I think it's the first film I've seen him in. It's a silly thing to say, but just the way he was 
his mouth was moving and he's mm. he, I not I can't work out is that the character or is, is it's he him. a bit like is it about him it's him okay well <laughs> I'm just not a fan of him man but I didn't like the character he, he was yeah because he just spoke in riddles I thought it was all a bit because we were meant to grow to like him as she did and sort of warm to him but I didn't yeah yeah, yeah I, I don't really I don't really I think again we'll have to get I, onto that later yeah, on. yeah I don't get why we're supposed to be rooting for this guy no it, the film clearly wants us to, but he just seems like a, a, a fundamentally <laughs> unlikable character. But I thought throughout. the whole, I thought the film throughout was portraying him as a highly unlikable person. Yeah, it was. But it's like they were. Tr- so was. I don't know if they were trying to make him like that kind of character where they're like, um, they're like the arrogant genius yeah, kind yeah, of character, yeah. but he's he's lovable. Yeah, but. Mm. I don't know if they were trying to... It seems like from what from what the film is, it seems like that's what it's trying to do. I think they were. But from his character and perhaps the way it was performed... Yeah. But it seems like the way it was written as well, uh, it just comes across as just an arrogant prick. Yeah, because it's just lopsided into yeah. one of those categories. And I don't, think, I don't think there's really enough in the film to suggest that he's a genius or is that good at what he does. No, no, no. The only thing he was good at was answering people back yeah. very, yeah. very, very quickly. Yeah, and throwing a moody. And she just got so jarring. And, and he needed her so much. And just, just kind of being a baby all yeah. the time. But when it came to writing the script, she was he was being carried by her. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm yeah, quite a confusing character, I'd say. Mm. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I pretty much agree with, with what you've said. Really struggled to get into it to start with, but eventually started to catch on. And um, I don't think I ever felt like I was into it properly, though. Like, like you say, it was a mixed bag. It had its moments. It had the odd moment where I was like, "This is a nice scene. Yeah, uh, this bit's going quite well," or "This is quite an interesting aspect of the story," or whatever. But there was never that. It never had that flow where I felt like I was just yeah. enjoying being there and watching what was happening. I don't know and. I guess the pacing wasn't that great. I really, it really made me feel like it was a much longer film than actually it was. Yeah, well, I thought it was never going to end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. even said in the, even said I can't remember who said it. One of the characters, oh, we need that ninety minutes. Yeah, we need get yeah. in for the ninety minutes, and yeah. the film was fucking two hours. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Take a hint. <laughs> well, the the film was actually just under two hours. And I looked after we finished after we left, and I couldn't believe that because it really yeah. felt very long. Yeah. It, how long was sorry, how long was it? It was 117 minutes. Yeah, see, that's not. I mean, that's not such a terrible length. No, but I, I feel like the film needs to take its own advice and cut yeah. out cut out the half that it, it doesn't, doesn't need. need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. because yeah. um, there's definitely scenes in there that just don't don't do anything but no stretch it. Well, just I'm just completely dull. Yeah, and there's a lot of characters coming into it just to move the story along, just to get it up to the two-hour mark. Yeah, that's what I felt. A lot of the characters were, and a lot of the mm. um, incidents that happened as well mm. were just in there purely to to drag the thing out. Because otherwise, I agree with you, Jack. It's a pretty straightforward story. Story. Mm-hmm. I know it's in 1940s England, but I think there's not much to it. So we needed to have all these other elements to, to sort of push it over, to get to make it a feature length, and mm. yeah, I think 
I agree. I don't think um, half of them worked really. No, and and the end, uh, it definitely well, it just it just missed everything. It missed every mark mm, that it was trying to hit. Mm. I just kept asking myself, why did you do that in that way? Yeah, when you made you gave yourself an opportunity to do it so much better. Yeah, uh, which we'll come on to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, overall, wasn't a massive fan. I, I find uh, Sam Claflin to be insufferable. Yeah, he, he he was the worst thing in it by by country miles, to be honest. Yeah, he's just a, a, a smarmy asshole. Yeah, and I'll be honest, this is the only film I've seen him in. But Same. coupling this film with the trailer <laughs> I've seen him in for Me Before You <laughs> yeah. is enough. Because he's in, trailer he's, for else he's in this trailer for something else, which I wasn't really paying that much attention to, to be honest, uh, today. But when that Me Before You thing was out, and that trailer was coming up every day. One of Jack's favourite films, obviously. <laughs> Did you see that? No. Oh, yeah, I bet it's on your watch list. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I agree. Um, I agree was that, that a classic Jack Francis? No, I, I agree that in the trailer for that film, he did just, look. Just seemed like a. It's one that Amelia Clark in it, and he's, yeah. he's yes. in a wheelchair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, just a, another one based on a just book. a piece of shit. Yeah. It looks like. Yeah. So yeah, I've kind of seen enough of him. Don't don't really don't mm. care for him. He's mm. clearly supposed to be an entirely different character in this than he is in that Me Before You, but there's there's too much of. How much he loves himself. Yeah, he does come across extremely arrogant. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I thought he looks like... He looks sort of like... Um, I thought he had Scran at first. He's got a similar look to him. The guy in Deadpool? Yeah. So I thought he was. Yeah, I guess. I know who you mean, yeah. yeah. But obviously, I knew, I knew it was Sam whatever he's called. Mm. Yeah, that, that, like that arrogance. So do, so do you reckon that is actually part of his actual personality coming yes. into his roles? Yes. Mm. And mm. it obviously didn't help, but he was playing an arrogant... Mm. Character as well. well. Probably why I took the role. He thought yeah, perfect probably, for probably, me. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His agent probably saw it and thought, oh, "This is good for Sam. This, yeah. that cocky shit." <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. So that was pretty hard to get over. Mm. I thought Jim Arterton was yeah pretty good. I, I don't, I don't, I don't really think she was like amazing or anything. No, she wasn't amazing. No. I don't think she was amazing. Yeah. But, yeah. I've seen her a few things now, and she's she always puts in a solid performance. I'm not really seen her do anything bad, and I thought but I thought the accent was was good. Yeah, it was very good um, actually. Cause, you know, I like to listen out for these sort of things, and um, and it, it didn't it didn't go, it didn't fade away. So yeah, mm. yeah. she was she was good. Um, I agree that she wasn't incredible though, because there were quite a few scenes where it did seem quite monotone, and I I could almost see the script in a few of them. More early on in those early scenes with Jack, I didn't I didn't particularly like her emotional Jack scenes. Houston, no the emotional scenes yeah Jack Houston her is it Houston or Huston I don't know it's spelled Huston let's say Huston then Huston yeah her um not hus- not yeah. husband boyfriend not hus- her boyfriend yes those scenes I thought she was um, just quite wooden maybe that's a bit harsh I don't know but I think no I do think overall she was pretty good okay. Spoilers! I'm dying to talk about this ending. Yeah, I think, I think we should get into it. <laughs> Go on then, let's dive yeah, in. We can, we can always come back to other stuff, can't we? Okay. So yeah, we're going to talk spoilers now for this film. So if you haven't seen it and you care about spoilers, then just uh, skip ahead. I'll put in the description when the spoilers will end. Three, two, one, skip. So, Sam Claflin's death. 
I feel is the worst part. I think it is. But then, no, but then it was almost topped <sighs> later on, wasn't it? It was what? It was almost topped, or arguably topped, Go on. later Which on. Which bit do you mean? When he... Oh, yeah, yeah, comes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes yeah, back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, when when it actually happened, when he, when he did die, and when he got crushed <laughs> by the, was it, wooden thing? Yeah, in, that was it. In the stage, in the stage room. What do you call them? You're an actor. Stage room. Studio. Studio. When that happened... Very initially, like straight away, I, I, my first thought was, okay. "Yes." Well, I actually thought, "Okay, that's quite good." I didn't see it coming. I disagree. I saw it coming. Did you? Okay. Well, I saw his death coming. Okay. I didn't see it happening that way because I thought or maybe I that, that was a stupid. Or, or way maybe to do that it. soon, straight after the first kiss. I, I think that was stupid to do it. I think, it, I, I thought it was going to happen. Well, I thought it was happening. Uh, you know, when she's written her ending. For him yeah. to find, and then she walks out and sees a freaking crumbling mess from the raid. Yeah, the and night it's before. Be on the bottom. I yeah. thought he was going to be dead then, and I was yeah. like, "That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be that'd be a good way to do it because she's she's poured her heart out, heart yeah. out in this ending, and then he's not going to read it, yeah. and it's <clears> not going to be resolved, and it's just going to be a, a, mm. a hole in her for the entire for the first of the film. Yep, yeah, that's mm. a pretty powerful way to do that." Nice, and then he was alive. <laughs> yeah. What was the point of that? Well, I suppose just because it's about the war, so they have. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I mean, what was the point of that scene where she walks out and sees the crumbling mess? But I guess it's just. I mean, probably it, it didn't have as much to it as I thought it was going to. No, which is disappointing. So when he's killed off later on in this kind of just random mishap. Yeah, because it wasn't. It wasn't even a. Wasn't even a. A, a bomb yeah, that it, caused it. Yeah. It was just. It feels like such a missed opportunity. A gust of wind, really. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. the point? Yeah. Why, of... why have you? Why have you set it? Yeah. We even so many raids happening beforehand. But we even said, we even said um, earlier on, but another character hated the ginger woman. Oh. And she said, um, "Oh God, I'm paraphrasing here because I can't believe I remember the exact quote." But um, someone's cousin's got run over by a tram. Yeah. And you think, oh yeah, well, and she said, oh, it's a shame losing them in that way, when it's the wars on it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, God, I can't remember the line. Now, but mm, I, think, I think it was Sam Claflin. Actually, I think it was. Think he was the one him. that said, "None of it's for." That's it. None yeah. of it's for something. None of it's for something. That was uh, fucking. God, so I guess that's supposed line. to come into yeah, yeah. To, to that, but I don't. I just don't feel the same. I don't. I wouldn't. Don't feel the same amount of power for it because even if he had died in that that raid. But the night before, mm. that still would have been him dying for nothing. So yeah. the sentiment is still there if yeah. they'd done it that way. And I feel it would have been a better way to do it mm. because now it's because the way it's done now, it's they kind of get together right before it. And yes, it's immediately after. So there's that kind of horror aspect to it. But it's like, wouldn't it have been more powerful if she never got to yeah. have that closure? Yeah, they definitely missed an opportunity for, for some real emotional impact there. Yeah. Because the whole scene had built up, the whole film had built up, and it did just seem like a big opportunity missed. And I think if they're going to go down that road, yeah, I think you're right. I think that would have been a much better way to do it. But when it did initially happen, as I was saying, I was like, okay, didn't see it coming. This is quite good. Hopefully they'll sort of go somewhere decent with it. But then that whole scene of the, her reaction and people's reactions and just, it felt so weird, didn't it? Yeah, it was weird. Like she just stood there for ages in shock 
which I guess you can understand, but then how they just sort of carry him over. It's it's like everyone leaves the set as though it's kind of just a small little incident. and No one really reacts, do they? I just found it really... Not really. They're trying to focus it on her, though. But it's I, I don't like that idea of the standing there in shock watching it, though, because it doesn't feel... It just feels so not genuine mm. to me. Mm. It's 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 a film's idea of grief of the, of of a character watching that thing i can't, i can't imagine that happening in real life and someone reacting that way mm. you, or i don't know certainly not a, a character like hers anyway no yeah yeah she probably she, it would have been more realistic if she just sort of screamed and ran over to him or and it would have made it would have been more powerful mm. it it it's like a wet noodle the way it is with her just standing there and everyone just like shit yeah. Get him off. <laughs> yeah, it did feel really weird. Just put rug over his head. Yeah, it's such an anti-climax. The, the, the international film symbol to not to signify someone's dead. Yeah, put a little cloth over them. Yeah, because when yeah. they first did it, it just covered his sort of torso. I don't think anybody tried hard enough to see if he was alive. I know, but Jock, I but Jock went over and just gave me <laughs> the old little two fingers on the neck. Yeah, he's dead, boys. He's gone. He's gone. I did think that. I did think that. Because it literally just happened and there was yeah. no... It was just... Yeah. It was as if he looked at him and thought, yeah, no chance. Yeah. He's got no chance. He's gone. Yeah. Sure, he's not just unconscious. Did a beam no, go through okay. his head or something? Yeah. It did seem weird. And the way they shot it with her reaction, it did feel like she almost didn't care that much. Obviously she did, but... Yeah. It just feels not... It just feels less genuine. Yeah. To me. Yeah. And uh, apart from the fact that uh, just the way it's shot with everyone getting off like that, it's just such an anti-climax. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yes, that was a climax. That was a very good show. Yeah. I actually forgot about that thing you brought up a few minutes ago about his line earlier about... Yeah. It when does it ever meet... What was it? I can't remember. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're You know about. that line he says earlier in the film about... Oh, yeah. It never means never anything. It never means anything. That it's never li- for something. That whole little yeah. speech was... Oh, I felt sick. Mm. It was horrible. I really didn't like it. What disappointed me most about this whole Sam Coughlin's death was I thought at one point they sort of teased the love interest, the love angle between Gemma Arterson and his character, especially when she was just about to go off and see her husband. Mm-hmm. And we had that little moment where we were sort of staring at each other. And I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, we're going we're to have this story now. It's going to be about them two. Yeah. And then she... Bins him off in the pub. She pies him off and says, "She even says, no, you're an arrogant whatever.' Or whatever she said, mm. have a rock face.' Yeah. Thought, All right. Okay. Not gonna have this cliched love story in the middle of his film. Mm. <laughs> and then it just completely went back on itself and ended up happening. And this is why I had no sort of like Richie said earlier. Wasn't rooting for the character at all. Wasn't mm. rooting for him because mm. he's just a knob. And especially when he sort of approached her and she she said no I thought well why why this all of a sudden why are they a couple, why are they a thing now why is it why is it happening I've not seen enough yeah. emotionally in yeah. the previous hour to sort of suggest ah right so they always had a thing for each other then I know because yeah. all we'd really seen is like bickering or like little <laughs> nothing but they, but they, they sneak moments in there like like yeah. when she throws his chips off the oh, yeah. off the oh, off the yeah, ledge, um, and then he yeah. completely out of character does the, cl- yeah. the massively cliched. Oh, you're in for it now, Missy. Yeah. Uh, here you go, and drags her around in the thing. Yeah, and when he it felt so out of character. Yeah, there's a, there's a little moments like that when 
he's writing, he's typing away, and she's asleep on the desk, and he just sort of Looks. has a little look for about two seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know, just sips his whiskey and <laughs> just keeps on going. Yeah. But there's nothing he can do because she's in a relationship. Oh, but never mind, they're lucky because he was cheating on her. Hooray, that <laughs> yeah. came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good good job that happened. Um, but all this, uh, I thought all this, this whole storyline, for husband, boyfriend, whatever, it's all secondary to what this film's trying to be. I thought it was all supposed to be about this women... Feminist, yeah, it was definitely feminist. feminist. <laughs> Girl you know, power. Girl power and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, and how she's leading this team of men. Yeah, exactly. Now she's... Yeah, hidden figures. She gets, <laughs> yeah. She gets... She's getting hot. She, she can't be as paid as much as the blokes and all that sort of oh, thing. Yeah. But it started off like that and it just turned into just a cliché load of dross, really, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, it kind of switched its angle. Yeah, it, it did, completely. It did. It tried to keep it and there. I, and I, it, it, it tried to keep it there in the film within the film. Wanting the two twins in the film oh, yeah. to be the, to be the heroes, the, the heroines, yeah, heroines, um, yeah, kind of didn't really fit with what they were trying to go for, though, because of the era and because of the well, because of what the film was supposed to be. It was like morale for the men. Yeah, let's make it about the women. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that's what the characters would do, definitely. Well, they try to kind of explain a bit. I know they do, but it's stupid. You know when they said, um, <laughs> when they said, um, when Alfred said, um, "Oh yeah, Alfred." I don't care about the guy's name. I want to hear what he said. <laughs> Who's Alfred? No, I'm, I'm just saying that because that's who plays in Batman. What's he called? Oh, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. <laughs> when he's <laughs> when he says oh we want American women we want your American sisters to see this and be inspired and so that's kind of but like... I thought what they wanted was to have a film firstly they wanted a, a film to beg America to help them uh, and secondly they wanted they wanted a film to I don't know inspire morale for the men I'm sure that's what they said they did say yeah I think that was that was right yeah. or, or, or no it was just no, it wasn't to inspire morale. It was to. to... I got a bit lost at this point. It was to. I'm not, I don't really care. Yeah. I don't understand why the Americans were getting involved in all this. I know we wanted to sort of make the. Film. Well, they wanted. They yeah. wanted to have more depth to what they were doing. But it didn't seem right. Yeah. Especially when we showed you the films that they'd already made, sort of near the start mm. of this film. Yeah. Um, and they were nowhere near the sort of level of what we ended up producing. Hmm. I don't know. But I wasn't really interested in Jeremy Hines' character. Not not actually that bothered. No. You know, no I don't well, care. He's just another one who's come in to... Because he needed another angle, didn't they, to sort of keep it going. And to beef up the, story. And to beef up the cast list for the promotion. Yeah. yeah oh, Jeremy Irons is in this film, guys. Yeah. yeah. One scene, great. I'll tell you what, but I, I did actually find the American... Norwegian bloke. He, yeah. he, he was quite a, he was a funny character. Funny, yeah. And the scenes with him. And, yeah, um, I agree with that. It probably would have been a better film if they had focused it on... He had a, he had a fantastic line that made the making actually of the made me laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah, it would have done. Go on. When he's actually filming and, and it's just him and another English oh, yeah. soldier and he goes, oh, my name's Joe Bloggs, Kent England, what about you? And he goes, <laughs> he says whatever he's called... It was Fair Castle, made in America. Oh, not for export. <laughs> not for export. But <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. It was. Oh, God. I agree with that, Richie. I, I, that was definitely, for me, the most enjoyable part. Yeah, get rid of the love angle. Just just have the film make. Well, just make it. Just watching the making film. film. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like they were, know, they were the best bits. Yeah, they were the best bits. They were the most fun, and yep. Bill Nye was so great. No, sorry, addressing by his full, t- full title, About Times Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's, that's how we address yeah. him on Bill Nye. Yeah. Mm. About Times Bill Nye, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the highlight of his career. Mm. Yeah. Going back to the love triangle thing we were talking about, mm. um, I felt like, I, I thought it was going to be moving in parallel with the, with the, Love triangle angle they in were the doing in the film, yes. like, and I thought it was gonna. Okay, yeah, this would have been produ- predictable if it did this, obviously, because it was done with no subtlety whatsoever. Well, no, because we literally just, they just say, say it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but if they hadn't done that, <laughs> yeah, uh, it might have been better if if they had done that, and it was just like the character. It would have made more sense for the characters as well, because you've got this smarmy prick who's fallen in love with, uh, you know, what's her face, Gemma Arterton, and she's got her own toy boy going on at, at London or whatever mm. and instead of him just happened to have been cheating on her because because it helped the story mm. why why didn't they do what they said happens in the film within the film which was he wants her but he sacrifices her because she, because the other guy is who she loves the other guy is the hero yeah 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 Oh, hero through the sacrifice, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, and, yeah, he's he's an asshole, so she's not really... She's got a soft spot for him, but, you know, her true love is still with him, and he's a... Especially because of the way the husband was treating her in terms of wanting to send her back to Wales and all this. And Yeah, that, that would have been good. Much better, anyway. Yeah, it would, it, I think it would have been a, made a bit more sense, maybe. I think it would have made it more sense just, for the characters. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. 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 Because they were sort of, you could tell that it wasn't all rosy behind closed doors with the husband and, the wife, and Gemma Allison. Mm. Yeah, so it yeah, but they were they sort of grew naturally grew apart. If, especially when he started uh, touring his art ex- exhibition. Or yeah. It was. Mm. So I think I think you could have, I think that could have worked. I think it would have been better than what just her going home and him. Being miserable. No, no, I was going to say him engaging in some horizontal refreshment. Oh, the other guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was more vertical refreshment, really, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. You guys got anything uh, else you want to say about this? Um, I don't think so. Oh, what's his name? The guy. Richard E. Grant? Oh, yeah, he was just another. Another name. Another yeah, guy who yeah, told them what to do. Just another name. Told them what to do, didn't really mm. have. Had no depth, did he? He was just there to sort of. Be the boss. Mm. Mm. Same, same. What's his name that you said was good with the the agent, Eddie Marson. Yep. Yeah, Eddie Marson. Yeah. Um, I think they missed the trip there. I don't think yeah. they should have got rid of him too. They did miss a trip because the woman who replaced him is Helen, whose last name escapes me. She's quite a well-known actress, and she was she's in Picky Blinders, Killing Murphy's mum. Mm. Right. So I know she's. I've seen her face in a few things. But anyway, I've just interrupted yeah. what your point your point was going to be. Uh, Eddie Marson. Yeah, I, I don't. I feel like I think they've used him as as well to to beef out the cast list. Yeah, yeah. And then he's gone in the first. Yeah, know, ten I don't know why they did that because Eddie Marson and About Times Bill Nye yeah. worked really well together. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they, I actually enjoyed their scenes together. I loved them, and he he, he was just very funny. It, it, Straight away with his little well, I get big dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I get why they did it, but maybe it would have been better if they left it till a bit later on. 
Yeah, Again, I, because it it definitely it helps with Bill Nye's character arc. But I I think I think it's just to get another woman in the thing and have a woman yeah. that's taken over as the agent. It's all this and, thing about and, all these women having all these yeah, jobs and all that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, she's a, a big name actress as well. Yeah. But I think and it was just the men. The, another, men, the men are useless. She's the uh, another example of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's the brains. Yeah, getting a woman in and. As soon as she comes in, she's a lot. She's dominating. Yeah. She, she's like, right, yeah. we'll do she's this. Boosting his career, yeah, and she, she, she turns up with all like these jobs, and all. six new scripts yeah, to read through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bit of trivia: is the second film that Jim Radson, Eddie Marson have been in. Mm, First nice. one, Disappearance of Alice Creed. That I, I've watched that and I thought it was a very good film. Mm. Right. Mm. Their paths did not cross in this well, one. They didn't, did they? They had a scene together, did they? No, husband and wife. Anything else? Uh, no. No, I've got too much to say about this film. It's just a, a bit of a, a bit of a bore for most most part. Yeah, yeah. A lot of laughs in the auditorium, though. That. In the stage room. In no, in the. Oh, the cinema. In the cinema. Yeah, there wasn't many people in there though. I know, but all blue rinses were laughing up some of the jokes, weren't mm. they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, actually, quite th- throughout there was a woman behind us. Mm. I think there was a man behind us who wasn't too impressed well, snoring snoring by 15 yeah. minutes into it what? did you not hear it? did you not hear yeah. the guy snoring, snoring behind us snoring yeah <laughs> he was conked out <laughs> yeah he was I Conk- think you're right I did <laughs> yeah. well, I don't blame him because the start was boring <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, was he snoring throughout the whole thing? Uh, I, I, I didn't. I didn't at a certain point. Yeah. Like, I think he stopped and then he started again. I didn't notice it for a while, but maybe that's just because I was getting into it a bit more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what state? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. This is just pretty forgettable. <laughs> Definitely forgettable. You know, it's it's another one where, like you said, they gave themselves the opportunity to make a really quite good film, but they missed the marks. Um, so weirdly, I don't get why. I don't. I don't get it. We haven't if, it right, if it was a bigger film, I mean, I, I don't particularly know how big this film is, but if it was a, a bigger film, I'd feel like they originally were going to kill Sam What's-His-Face, Claflin off in that bomb raid, and it was yeah. going to well, the studio it was going to be like, like that, and she would never get that closure, but then, but the, the studio execs got involved, and but I don't think that happened no. with this. I don't think this is a film where that would be a problem. It feels like that's what happened, but I don't think it could... I don't think that's the type of film where this would happen. What do so. we, something I haven't mentioned is, um, at the start, I think she... Is she a Norwegian director? I can't remember. Um, I thought it was quite well directed. Um, we're not mentioning Oh, that. okay. <laughs> Lone <laughs> Sherwig, whatever she was called. Lone Sherwig. Um, <laughs> no, I, thought, I thought it was quite well directed. I, I, quite, I, I like the look of the film. I thought... You know, London in the 40s looked good, looked realistic. Um, oh, yeah, it looked great, didn't it? All those buildings being bombed. Yeah, mm. really no, I mean, it looked... Yeah. It looked... You know what I'm trying to say? No, um, not actually. You do? No, no. <laughs> and then all those shots on the beach in Devon when they were um, shooting the film, mm. it looked good. Just wanted to add that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Well, it's been added, hasn't it? Yeah. Right. Do you want me to move that point from out of spoilers and into non-spoilers? No, you can keep it here. Yeah? Yeah. Because people might not want to know if it looks good before they see it. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Alright, I I have a question. Is it bothering anybody else that this film is so heavily involving Dunkirk right before Dunkirk comes out? (sighs) 
Uh, I definitely... Does this seem like too much of a coincidence to anyone else? Well, the fact that they've chosen to make it at this time, because it was already a book. Yeah. I, I, I think it is just a coincidence, because... This isn't the. These aren't the only two. I was going to come on World to this. War films well, coming well, out well, recently. I know, I know. Loads, I know. loads. I think everyone's snapping up the opportunity. They're like, no one's going to smash this shit, and but, then everyone's going to be into this. Yeah, but I think, and hopefully that will happen. And I think Dunkirk is going to be a very good film. I don't think. Well, yeah, and it's, it's Nolan, so we want to see it. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know now, actually. Well, I, I don't. Well, I don't want everyone to just start. I don't know about specifically Dunkirk being mentioned a lot in this film, but I do think um, certainly the amount of films set in this period has, well, has, I think that's, has, has yeah, it's flown up. Yeah, we can't. We can't. I think. I think, that, I think can we? And, then, and then, and then after Dunkirk's a success, and these guys were like, oh, "Yeah, man, well, we did it first. Yeah, because mm. that other film that Sam Claflin was in in that trailer, that and it wasn't about a war, but it was like set in that sort of period. And then there was the Church- Churchill. Churchill. Yeah, sh- yes, it does. That looked terrible. <laughs> oh god, that looked so painful. I missed how I missed the whole, almost the entire trailer because my eyes were at the back of my head. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck, it was so bad. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I perhaps don't think that's a coincidence. But with, with regards, to difficult, this, difficult to say, isn't it? But yeah, it's hard mm. to say. It's hard to say. Mm. It's all speculation, but just just want to put it out there. Yeah, it's a good point. You I mean, decide. It did cross my mind briefly, but probably a coincidence. Yeah, I, I, we literally just saw the trailer as well just before it went in. Yeah, yeah. Didn't really help things, did it? Maybe it, maybe this film was just a marketing idea from Nolan, mm. and this film was just made just yeah. to advertise. Well, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe said, we're gonna yeah. have, we're gonna have like the ending of Split. Where it's going to be an end yeah. night special. So, as Harry Styles' body's been bobbing along the, the sea, she's just going to turn up, write the script, saying, "Yeah, boys, I made a little film for you. Yeah. It's all going to be, a, it's all going to be a cinematic universe. Yeah, you're going to hear cuts, and then you're yeah. going to see, <laughs> yeah. you're going to see Bill Nye walk in. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, it's going to be Killian, right Killian Murphy, and the rest of them are going to be on the beach, looking out, watching this boat come towards them with Bill Nye on, <laughs> yeah. and the and two twin this. sisters. Yeah, and the, just, <laughs> just going. Oh, what's wrong with them? I think their propeller's broken. Yeah. <laughs> the two twin sisters are instant oh, ten out God. of ten if that happens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, are we done with that then? Yes. Mm. Let's let's move on to favourite scenes then. The bit, the one of the bits with the American Bill. Murray. Yeah, I was trying to think of that. I just thought. Oh, you, you like the bit where he's the one where he says "Made in America" but not for export. I don't think that's. You hmm. don't think he's in that one, Bill Nye? Yeah. Uh, about times, Bill Nye. So. <laughs> um, but the bit in the bar where he's teach, where he's saying that where he's like, about times, Bill Nye says the line and Yankee, oh, yeah. Yankee teaching him says it as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Well, let's pick a yeah. Let's pick another one with the American, and I'll, I'll go with the. The, the bit where he's, the hero is saving the dog and he has to <laughs> yeah. wait for the click. That's, that's a good bit. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, like that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I'll go with that one. Mm. I guess I'll just go for the first restaurant scene where we see Bill Nye, well, was. Bill Nye and his agent together. Yeah. That was um, funny, actually. I like that one. It was funny with the dog and everything. And Are you sure you don't want to change your answer to the scene where Sam and Gemma kiss? A <laughs> <laughs> close second. Mm. But... No, it was very funny. Okay, and then he storms out at the end, and you got that Italian um, 
<laughs> yeah, that's good. That the Italian wait- wait- waitress, waiter. Yeah, funny scene. Good chemistry. So yeah, all right. What are we giving this film out of ten, guys? Uh, I think I'll go with a four. Right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Tricky one. It is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I remember just discussing the scenes, and there's quite a few moments that sort of did make me laugh. Yeah. But then there's just too much shy, wasn't there? So I think, yeah. I think the ending really lets it down. But that's its Achilles heel massively. It mm. drags it down. The, drags it down. Yeah, the ending. It could have been a little middle of a roader. Yeah. But it just wasn't because it just forgot what it was, I think. It, it started off being over women empowerment, yeah, yeah. And then it became and the then romance. It became the romance. And, what the fuck's going on? Mm. So do you know what? I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Alright, well, I'm going to hit it with a. 4.5 give it an extra half a point so after all that you've given the highest out of all of us for about times yeah. but now you <laughs> oh, for about times but now you that's not what I was going to say Jack Sorry. I was going to say it gets its extra half point for the bit of side boob that we get from it I missed that, that. <laughs> did you alright let's go back <laughs> yeah when he's when he's doing it in the horizontal refreshment oh yeah I saw that oh god yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh I missed that how oh I don't know Okay. Cool glass with her nipples, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I feel like it, it is just, just kind of, it just gets below the middle of the road, but yeah. I, I can't bring myself to take it too low. Mm. Like, Alright. But, yeah. Well, the, the, the middle section, like, it was, there was quite a long period where I was... Okay. Not maybe enjoying it it's too, too strong a word, film. but I was interested in it. Yeah, yeah I was interested yeah, in it. There yeah. were interesting things going and on. It was in quite it. a lengthy period. Mm. And Good 45 actually, minutes. And actually, you're right, it was quite well directed. So, yeah. Okay. 4.5. Mm. Okie dokie then, let's move on. Ooh, okay. Alright, it is time once again for Quiz Night. Can we have the jingle please, Dale? Film Night Show with the gang. Here we go. It's question time. Quiz Night Chat. Thank you very much. This week, Jack is our quiz master. It's another friendly match. Mm. So, do you want to hit us with the first question? Why not? Question one. When identifying Sammy's body, that's the agent, why did Hilliard initially think it wasn't Sammy? Okay, we're ready? Yeah. Yeah. Question two. Why did they add an American character to the film? <laughs> Question three. Where was the film within the film shot? So where did they go to shoot the film? Oh, Question four. Name the two twin sisters. Oh, you slag. Half for each. Do you reckon they were actually twins? Or was it one? Was it two separate actresses? Yeah. Right. What makes you so sure? Definitely. No, because the two we got in for the film were just two weren't related, were they? No, no. No, no, no. no. Right. Okay. How do you know they didn't pull a social network on it? Well, it could have been all legend. Use the same actor twice. Could have done, I guess. There wouldn't have been much point in doing it. Probably could have <laughs> wasted a lot of the budget on yeah. <laughs> the special effects. <laughs> For one scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And question five. After the test screening, the American distributors had one main problem with the film. What was it? I don't remember that. They had to they had to go back and change something. Because there was something they didn't like about it. Okay. The answers. Question one. 
When identifying Sammy's body, why did Hilliard initially think it wasn't Sammy, Woody? Because Sammy had two fingers missing on his left hand. And the corpse had a full hand of fingers. Richie. Uh, Sammy should be missing his foreplay fingers, and the nurse had to put him back on point. <laughs> Both correct. Yeah, he had two fingers missing on his left hand, but the body had all five attached. Question two. Why did they add an American character to the film, Richie? Uh, to get the Americans on their side and to save them from Hitler. <laughs> what do you... To branch out and appeal to a larger Yank audience. <laughs> Only Richie gets the point here. Ooh. It, it was because they wanted the film to inspire American America to join the war. Uh, I thought it was because... I remember Iron saying, we get 30 million people going to the cinemas and they get 90 million or something like well, that was that was something he said, but what he was what he was yeah, that's why I just can't fucking remember. How that's why that was why I was saying before about them begging for the Americans' help. Question three: Where was the film? Sh- sorry, the film within a film shot, Henry Devon. Yeah, didn't get it. So nothing. Okay, point to Woody. Question four: Name the two twin sisters, Richie. Is it Rose and Lily? Woody, <laughs> Emily and Daisy. <laughs> it was. We ended it wise, but <laughs> it was Rose and Lily. So nice. a full point to Richie. Thank you. And Woody, you need this for a draw. Oh no, that's, that's, that's wrong. It's only a draw if you get it and you don't. Forget to edit that. <laughs> Question five. After the test screening, the American distributors had one main problem with the film. What was it, Woody? I think I got it wrong. Felt it needed a hero's ending. Didn't get anything. Right, well, you... it was that the ending was too subtle and it lacked oomph. Oh, yeah. What was it? Doesn't get it. No, I thought I needed a hero's ending. Not, not quite. Not quite. So, no yeah. points there? No. And the scores then? Two. Three. Okay, well done, Richie. Cheers, bud. Episode 99's Quizmaster winner. Okay. Sorry, Quiz Night. Quizmaster Quiz winner. Quiz Night winner. Quizmaster. <laughs> okay. Right, well, thanks for those questions, Jack. And uh, I would congratulate myself, but unfortunately, it means nothing. So, until next week, that was Quiz Night. Moving on to a bit of news now, and I have got a a little bit of a tidbit here before we get on to something proper, um, which pertains to Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which comes out next week, which we're hoping to see. Mm -hmm. Something I find quite interesting is that they're going to have Five post-credit scenes. Yeah, into the galaxy too. Sake. What do you think about this, guys? What? Difficult. Well, this is something difficult for you to comment because you've not seen it. But the first one, I mean. But yeah, I've seen enough of these. Yeah, well, post-credit scenes. When it comes to post-credit scenes, generally, we've always well, recently, I think we've said that it's something that only they're doing, and we kind of want them to phase it out. I definitely want it. To, I want it gone. I want it dead. Yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming is your opinion on this that you hate hate it? Not necessarily, because it could be because there's five that leads me to believe it could actually be worth staying for. It leads me to believe that they they like well, how long making time the first it leads place? me to believe that they might be making fun of it. It's about two and a quarter hours. Like they might like it. It might they might turn the whole idea of post credit scenes into a joke. So it might be funny. It could be, and and, you, and usually the thing is, the, the, one of the reasons stay for at least three. One of the re- <laughs> one of the reasons we usually hate it is because you stay and then it's absolutely crap, and it's like thirty seconds or something. Yeah. But at least if it's five scenes, you've got something to 
about one with Black Panther or whatever it was. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. If we get to three, if if we get past three and they've all been just advertising the Infinity War film, what's coming up? It's going to be in it, probably. Probably, but it's Guardians the post credit scene in Guardians so. of the Galaxy one wasn't like that. No, and it was, it was very short. It was, it was very short. It was just a little jokey thing. It still wasn't great. No. But like, I'm glad we stayed for the Deadpool one when we did. So that was good because it was a bit of a piss take. It was a piss um, take. I already left the cinema before. Oh yeah, you yeah. did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sat with you. But I was some. Yeah, we were all separated. We were all separate, weren't we? We had a Utes on the which may, may well happen next week. It's a good point that it might be at least worth. But if we get to three and it's just been yeah. advertising the, the upcoming films, then I'm out of there. I don't even understand why they're a thing. Why? Why is it a thing? You know, I don't. I don't get. I don't get, mm. I don't get it. It used to. It used to be a thing that quite a few different films would do, and now it's just Marvel superhero films doing it. Did DC do it as well? Uh. I don't oh, know. They, if they, they do, then they I don't think they did. Suicide Squad, well, didn't they? Did they? Did Verola, they? Davis and Ben Affleck in that oh, restaurant. Yeah. Oh my god! In that restaurant, yeah, they did. Oh, crazy! Well, they're trying to copy everything Marvel does, aren't they? Yeah. Did they do one for BVS POS? If they did, I don't think. I didn't safe, stay. I didn't I stay. stay. I fucking lost out of it, didn't we? They probably did. Jeez, I forgot. I probably did. Yeah, I didn't stay. It's interesting that they're doing five, but with it being Guardians of the Galaxy and how the first one was a lot of fun and not really like the other Marvel films, it might just be yeah, it might be more less advertisement, more just fun, more jokey, more, more jokey. Just... Yeah, but when I've sat through two and a quarter hours of it, I just want to get out of there. To be honest, yeah, but you might not because yeah, I yeah, understand no, that. But, you, know, but, you know, you got a few jokes coming. You may as well stay for them if it's going to be worth it. Not gonna have jokes thrown at me for two hours and fifteen minutes in the first place. Yeah, but it's not just jokes in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what's good about it. It's not just comedy like Deadpool is. Mm. It has it has other aspects that makes it a good film. Yeah, Batista's in it. So. Exactly. And <laughs> um, Rihanna. What Rihanna? Rihanna. She's in it, isn't she? I don't think so. You think it's in the nice? second one or in yeah, the first yeah, one? In the second one, yeah. Are you on the me, now? Let me check this. I'm pretty sure it's Rihanna. I'm not seeing this. But this second one is about... Unless, um... No, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Do you mean the green alien woman? Because she know. looks Because she looks a bit like Rihanna. I don't know. Gamora. No, probably Gamora. not right, am I? I don't think you're right. I probably <laughs> mixed up. Oh, no, you're thinking... That other, that other space film with Dane DeHaan in Valerian. She's in oh, that. Oh, right. She's in that. Uh, oh, okay. And Cara Delevingne. Yeah. Luke yes, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. The one. right, right. I'm saying that, but does look awful. But to- <laughs> yes, it does. Talking about the length, the first one was a great length. At, I think it was only two hours. But I said in the review last week that I could have, I, I, I didn't feel it. And I could, I could have watched a bit more, which doesn't make me worry. Yeah, about- well, you got it now. Well, that's what I mean. I'm not worrying <laughs> because it's only 15 minutes longer. Uh, just, just keep it. Just keep yeah, your yeah, expectations yeah. Yeah. level. Yeah. Okay. It's got a bigger budget now. Oh, Christ. It's a lot more popular than they thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's... Studio execs are going to be involved. Mm. Let's just keep it. Yeah. Keep it level. It's dangerous to get too excited. Don't get too hyped. Yeah. Just in case. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to some other news stuff. All right. Next piece of news on the agenda is... Uh... <laughs> that was really funny. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, is a trailer for a film called Wakefield, starring Brian Cranston. What do you think of this trailer, guys? I like it. 
Yeah. The trailer's definitely drawn me in. Again, I think the reason we like, well, I like this trailer is because not a lot of dialogue. Yeah, it's fucking speak for us. It, set, it sets out the story very nicely. I know what it's about, but I've not seen hardly anything. And I, I like the music that was running throughout it. Just really interested to see it. And I think it's a very interesting idea um, to have him still in view of the house without them knowing and him sort of watching the developments. I think it's a really good idea. And obviously, big fan of Brian Cranston, so that's a draw. I think it looks good. Yeah. I agree, yeah. Looks like something I'd... I'd like to go and see. I do disagree with you in the sense that I don't think like I've seen enough. I think I've seen a lot, actually. I think it was quite a long one. And mm. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it was one of those where I think that's shown a bit too much. Mm. Right. Didn't have a lot of dialogue, yes, but... What, you mean like showing him really old and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Possibly. I don't know. I think yeah, it I maybe see your point there. Half a minute too long. Really. You don't want me to read you out the synopsis then? <laughs> well, I, f- I think I would know it. That's what I mean. I think yeah. I know what the synopsis is. Go on, give it a read. That's pretty straightforward. Uh, a man's nervous breakdown causes him to leave his wife and live in his attic for several months. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Richie? I agree. I think it looks really interesting and yeah, uh, I think it'd be nice. really enjoyable and mm. yeah, it looks good. It looks like quite a lot of it is just going to be Brian Cranston kind of by himself talking to himself mm. which yeah. uh, so, uh, I think is going to be good a gone girl but sort of you mm. know what sort of kind of like room only there's only one of them mm. yeah it seems like a role that he would perform well um, that kind of character yeah, nervous breakdown <laughs> yeah. kind of the yep yeah, <coughs> which has happened to him in everything I've seen him in yeah but you know fuck knows if we're going to see it, I think I'm going to suggest it to Foul Film Society because I don't imagine it's going to be coming to our mainstream cinema. Oh no, I think it might be. You reckon? Big name, yeah. Well, it is a big name, but mm, I don't know. It, it, it's one of them where it's hard to know. Like yeah. it might be, it might not be. But I don't, it, did it say when it was out? I missed that. If it did, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it did. It'll be a while yet, won't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, that looks good. Definitely want to watch that. Have we got any other news, Jack? Or should we just? Crack on. Uh, I mean, there's that Colin Farrell one, but I think nah, I, I don't know. Just, fuck that. Fuck that. We've had two bits of news. That's your lot, folks. Yeah. Let's move on to things that we've watched this week, then. Jack, what have you got for us? Yeah. Um, a few things, but only one film. So I'll get out of the way first. I went to see Going In Style. Woof. Yeah. Oh, to you guys must be very jealous of me. I am. So obvious. Oh, yeah. I... Literally nothing, because obviously I have to go and see a film for my commitments with the Beeb, and uh, literally this was the only option. Like I'd seen everything else that was on at a reasonable hour. What about so, Ghost in the Shell? No interest in seeing that. No, no, and I didn't. And that well, was none on, of us have seen the anime, so we don't. And, and we that was not really making informed. And it was only on at night, and I couldn't be asked. I'd rather just get it out of the way in the afternoon, so I did. Okay. Um. So yeah, this this film. Um. So it's Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, and Alan Arkin. And it's a remake of a film that was made in 1979, which I'm not embarrassed to All say right, I, I haven't seen. I didn't know that. All right, I didn't know that. No, I didn't until I did my research afterwards. It's interesting that Zach Braff's, after making two films, he's very quickly moved on to remakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so and it's about these three guys, three old chaps, who decide to rob their bank because they lose their pensions and they feel like they've been given a shit deal, which they have, but that's what they decide to do. And that's pretty much it. Why these actors are in this film, I don't know. 
I mean, they they played the parts pretty well, and it was funny in places. Alan Arkin, who I don't actually really know, I've not seen him in anything else. He was actually a really funny character. He plays Al, who's like this crazy old New Yorker, like a lot of cliched lines. Um, the old thing. Sounds hilarious. Yeah, the whole thing is completely predictable. Like, and Zach Braff, um, obviously, does he make an appearance? No. Um, Zach Braff's direction, he's just. I mean, it, it just looked like a standard Hollywood comedy. There was no, there was no sort of of his own stamp on it. It didn't. There was nothing special about it. Nothing different. Nothing that it just looked very, very generic. Um, they tried to add some emotion with the backstories of Michael Caine's character and also Morgan Freeman's character to to try and get you behind them doing this because otherwise it's like, why the fuck should I get behind these guys? Um, and I can sort of understand why they did that, and it worked. To a point, not massively though, and the young girl who plays his granddaughter, Michael Caine's granddaughter, was terrible. And yeah, it's just exactly what you expect from the trailer. Pretty shit. Mm. Um, so yeah. yeah. I don't think I watched the trailer, to be honest. Yeah, well. I don't think I needed to. No. Yeah, right, well, yeah. So, but yeah, there you go. I wouldn't recommend it, uh, especially if you're a fan of those actors, which I know I think we are, the very iconic <clears throat> actors. And like I said, I really am confused as to what they're doing in it. Hopefully, they don't. Hopefully this isn't a sign of the future and they're just going to be playing these shitty roles. Well, the last thing I saw Michael Caine in was uh, Now You See Me Too. Oh, yeah. a shower of shit. Was he in the first one of that? No. Right. Yeah, but you can listen to a more in-depth review because I think that'll be up by now, won't it, Richie? Yeah, me? that'll be up by now. So, Do you want to borrow Garden State? Oh, is this that graph? Yeah. This is his first film. Yeah, sure, I'll borrow it, yeah. Give that a watch. Go for it. Right, um, but yeah, you can listen to the mini-review if you want some more thoughts on that. Filmlikepodcast.com What else have I seen this week? I've seen... Uh, Alright, finished season two of I'm Alan Partridge. Mm. <laughs> nice. Absolutely brilliant. I would still say I think season what series one is my favourite. Um, okay. The, the, the first two episodes of series two, um, I really did think it was quite below the first series, but then it did really pick up, and the last few of series two were excellent. Especially the one, the fact, the last one with Rob Brydon when he makes an appearance at the uh, baptism of Lynn, <laughs> um, and that speech he does so funny. The, I mean, obviously, the whole thing is hilarious, but I think series one just edges it. Okay, but now it's really sort of urged me to go and see his other stuff, like Knowing Me, Knowing You. What else he's done? <laughs> the Christmas version of <laughs> Knowing Me, Knowing You. Oh yeah, um, and Mid Morning Matters. I've seen a couple of them, but I obviously want to watch them all. And this is a dialogue, this new one. Has anyone seen any of that? No. No, I haven't, no. So look out for that. Oh, he has got an essay. These are notes from other films, because I uh, other things I've watched, because I always make a fucking hash of it. Um, <laughs> Anna started Arrested Development again. Um, oh, nice. Because obviously you're watching it, and you've watched it loads of times, and you're always saying how good it is, and we did start it. Yeah, man, I thought we were going to watch it again. I know, but... It's on Netflix, so I thought yeah. I've got to, I've got to dive in, and Go so I've watched the first few, and yeah, it's it's really really good. Very much looking forward to carrying on and just see where the story goes. It's very funny, and Jason Bateman's so good in it. Um, <laughs> he's the one you pick out, like everyone else in it. No, obviously everyone else is really funny as well, but he's... Fair, the first one's a lot of it's about him, though, isn't it? So, so I know, but he's the straight man, and they're <coughs> all. Where the yeah, obviously from. all the comedy comes from there. I think, I think what I... And Michael Sarah. My takeaway is that Jason Bateman, 
what have you done with your career? That's what I think. Yeah. Some makes sense. Yeah. He started off so well. Yeah. Office Christmas party. Yeah. But sexual well, it's any, any, anything he does. Like anything he does. Yeah. Yeah. Just does all these just shit comedies. He's just sold himself down the pan, and he yeah. recently. And where's Michael Sarah? I want to see more of him. In the... Like a Batman. No, but I mean, you know, I want to see him. <laughs> okay. Scott Pilgrim. I know, but it's quite old now, isn't it? A couple of years it's, now, it's yeah. Better. It's still a great film. Oh, yeah, still a great film. Um, but yeah, so I'll be... Oh, do you know, have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, I you when did you see it? We watched it together. Oh. <laughs> Ages ago. Um, so that's that, I'll carry on with that. I also saw, this is a really strange one, didn't know what to watch, so I was flicking through Channel 4, um, on the... It wasn't a rom-com, strange, yeah. On the catch-up, and it was, it was this documentary called Secrets of Coca-Cola, and basically <laughs> looking at, it was, it was only a very short, sort of, um, investigative panorama type thing but not I think it's called Dispatches the Channel 4's version oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just looking at Coca-Cola and what they try and do to get over these sugar taxes that have been introduced and all these secret emails that they're sending in um, I don't know anything about any of this well, it's secret yeah yeah uh, it was quite interesting um, seeing the lengths they go to try and keep this image that they've got and um, yeah, I mean not a lot to it not a lot really surprising when you think about it. This massive company, you know, obviously they're going to be trying to protect themselves. And, yeah. But still quite quite interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I watched a Netflix documentary called The White Helmets. And I've been meaning to watch this for a while because it won the Oscar for, I've got it here, Best Documentary su- Short Subject this year. Right. I'm not liking <coughs> these, this notes thing, Jack. I prefer it when you're just off the cuff and I can just well, make you for saying stupid shit. Well, I don't. And I think the listeners appreciate that. And I, I don't like the non-Beeb voice. Yeah. Well, that's we not... Need a petition. We're we kind of halfway between Beeb at the moment. You're yeah. not saying completely retarded shit. That's not but coming back. But you've not gone full Beeb. I'm trying to get away from that, yeah. Richie. I need the full no, retard. No, we need the full Beeb. Well, well, either full beep or full retard. You got to pick. One. No, full beep. Well, this is what you're getting. After what? What, what was the first film you reviewed in that style? Beauty uh, and the Beast, wasn't it? Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. See, I'm just gonna listen to that over and over, <laughs> over again. But... Anyway, I want full retard back. So the White Helmets. This is a short, forty-minute documentary, and it's. Um, let's have a look. I may as well just be reading IMDb. Yeah. No, no. This is just the information. I'll get to my opinions in a minute. So it's a volunteer organisation, and they're made up of civilians working in working in Syria, and they're only formed in 2014, so it's a pretty recent thing, and there's like 3,000 of them now. And basically their job is to, they're the first response team for bombs, like air raids in Syria, and so they're the first there, and they basically rescue people from under the rubble. And they do receive funding from like the US and the UK, but it's they're all volunteers, they don't get paid for it. Hmm. And um, and yeah, so they're putting their lives on the line every day to save these people. Is this still the info, or are you onto your informa- your opinions now? <laughs> this is still you're still reading. This is yeah, because I've I've written so, down. Fuck you now. I've written down some of the notes that I want to say, so yes. I don't forget. Right, get on with it. Um, and obviously, a lot of them do end up being killed themselves and stuff. Now, this they cl- spoilers. That's not a spoiler. Um, I mean, I I found it to be extremely powerful and extremely moving. Strange though, because I've seen a lot of comments online of of people saying they really, really hated it and saying it's just you know staged like American propaganda trash, which I really don't think is true because it is a genuine organization and I did do some research. 
God bless America. Yeah, but and people I th- can still make a propaganda film about a... People can, and but I'd, I'd invite you to watch it and make your own opinion on what, it. What, Click on your house? It's on Netflix. Oh, you just invited me. Okay, come round. Can you um, write some notes for me to <laughs> read out? Yeah, can I have a dossier, please, yeah. while I sit and watch it? But, but I, I don't really feel that at all. I think that's a pretty cynical view. Right. Um, I've never even heard anything about this. I mean, I'm, I hate You're quite that. easily persuaded, though, by anything you watch. So. No, but I fucking hate these conspiracies with no real logic to them. Like, what are they What are they really basing that on? And, and if you read the comments, none of them actually give any good reason why they think this. It's just... It's internet comments you're reading, Jack. Yeah. I know, but it's... Are you surprised? What do you expect? I'm, no, it's IMDb's um, user reviews, and usually you get some good ones, but they all seem to be pretty... I don't remember ever seeing any good ones. Well, anyway. <laughs> I, d- I disagree with them. That's my point. Okay. Um... I thought the interview style was really good. I mean, obviously it's not original, but they're just sat there looking straight on the barrel, not talking to an interviewer sort of off camera. So it sort of gives you a connection, I think. And also, even though, like I said, there's like 3,000 of these guys, they only focused on one small group. And you only actually saw like three or four guys being interviewed. So you did feel like it was quite a personal documentary following these people. Okay. And yeah, I would really recommend it. I think it's... <laughs> like how you had to read that, whether you'd no, recommend it or no, not. No, 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 I, I didn't read that. I'm just, just double check. Would I recommend this or not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would. I'm not reading that. I'm just saying it. Um, I thought it was really good. But I don't, I, don't think, I don't think you'd find it to be propaganda. I think... I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe you would. I, don't know. I find almost I don't anything. Know. Yeah, you guys are really <laughs> cynical, aren't you? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Okay, and the other thing I've watched is this... You see through the bullshit. <laughs> the other thing I've watched, I started to watch, I've watched the first two episodes of this new Sky drama called Gorilla, which they're really pushing at the moment. Right, yeah. And we saw a... Um, yeah, there was a trailer for it. We saw a trailer for it. Today. At the cinema today. I don't know. If you, I, I don't know. I think it was before you arrived. So it's written by the same guy who wrote 12 Years a Slave. And it's set in London in 1971. I never saw that. I didn't see that either. Hmm. Um, and it, what? Sorry, twelve years. Totally nope, nope. nope. <laughs> and it's essentially centered around this couple called Marcus and Jazz, played by Babu Cisse, who was in Free Fire very briefly. You know the guy in the orange suit, the black guy. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's all right, wasn't he? Yeah, he's he's like the main guy. Right. And his girlfriend, played by Frida Pinto, who apparently was in Slumdog Millionaire. I don't remember her though. Um, it's been about seven years since I watched the Dog Millionaire. So. I know. Um, I, I really quite like it. I think there's a lot of potential here. I think the first episode really gets going when they're at a rally, obviously against the racist racist oppression, and something happens. I won't say what. When's it set? 1971 in London. Okay. And so they're at a rally. This incident occurs, and that sort of kicks kicks them into another gear of just right. This is just completely ridiculous we've got to do something like rallying isn't enough we've got to basically turn into sort of is that word for word <laughs> we've basically we've basically just got to take, take this to the next level so these two go off and they I can't say that um, right. the white detectives on their case are played by Rory Kinnear who's been in a lot of things yeah that um, sounds familiar He's been in the Bond. Bond, yeah, Tanner, I think. Black Mirror. Oh, he's the Prime Minister. He's... Yeah. Oh fuck. Does that thing? Yeah, he's been he's <laughs> he's been in a lot of TV. I think he was in Ashes to Ashes as well. Um, I never really got. He was in. Um... Oh no. <laughs> no. He was in the imitation. He was in the imitation game, which I haven't seen. Yeah. 
Um, and the other copper, his number two, is played by another well-known British actor, um, Daniel Mays. Oh, yeah, I like him, yeah. I think yeah. he's in Line of Duty. Line of Duty. Which, obviously, you know him really well from Liz Willis. Oh, Ronnie Biggs thing, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a good actor. Um, and he's actually in something else that I've seen this week. He was which on I'll talking, to. talking about it. Is he? Yeah. yeah. So they're the two white coppers trying to trying to catch him. Idris Elba is also in Why it. Why did you mention that they're white? What's that got to do with anything? Well, that's the story. Oh, fucking racist. <laughs> um, Idris, Idris, Idris Elba is in it. Um, he's yet to really come into his own yet. Oh, that black actor, yeah. One of my one of my criticisms of, one of my criti- one of my <laughs> one of my criticisms of, of it so far is that in terms of his character, we've really not we've really not seen like any sort of development or progression yet. You know, and yes, there's only been two episodes, but they're now along, and we're still kind of waiting for him to really Ooh, not a good sign get involved. No, no, that's that's fine. I, I I've really enjoyed the first two episodes. Oh, okay, but I am kind of hoping his character kicks on quite soon because. It could be pretty interesting, and I hope he gets really involved. Uh, it's not incredible, but it's definitely done enough to keep me watching. It's credible. <laughs> it's credible. And the six episodes, so it's not, you know, like, ridiculously going to take up loads of your time. But you haven't got Sky, have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's me, it's not. Oh, sorry. It's, um, it's got a lot of potential, and it's, I think it's going to get a lot darker. Yeah. And I think it could get really quite tense. So I'm, I'm really quite enjoying it. And I had one more point. Oh, you didn't write it down. Um, oh, yeah. Something I really like about it is it's very clear that all the characters are there for a reason. Like, And, and there's there's some real backstories that I'm sure we're going to get into further down the line. And there's a lot of characters you really want to find out more about, which hopefully they do and don't sort of dodge that side of it. Because I think... from the, from the tumbling there a bit. Just keep reading your thing. From, from the look of it, I think um, there's a lot of... Interesting stuff yet to be dug up, so I'm hoping that they don't mess up. Well, first two episodes, very good. Right. Right, Born to Kill, did you watch this? Never heard of it, no. Last... Um, it's a new, yeah, first of a new four-parter on Channel 4, and it's like a psychological sort of drama thing. The main character is a teen plagiar. Is, is it a true story, or is it a... No. Is it a documentary? No, it's a drama. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. The main character is a guy called Sam, played by Jack Rowan, who I've never heard of. But straight away, it's clear that he's got some really serious sort of social issues. You know, you look at it and you might think, at school, he looks like a pretty normal guy, um, just nothing much about him. But when he's at home, he sort of, we see him like talking to himself in the mirror and rehearsing what he's going to say to people, a bit like me now. Um, yeah. <laughs> re- yeah. Rehearsing what he's going to say to people in social situations. Dirties. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he lives alone with his mum because his dad is dead or he's led to believe that's the case um, is that not a spoiler? it's not a spoiler um, sounds like a spoiler to me it's honestly not honestly. and his his mum's a nurse who works in this um, in the hospital with like, elderly patients and he's always there helping out reading them stories um, it's like a freak well, it is. It is very creepy how he kind of looks at these people, and you know, it. You get. Every, I, I would actually say he acts it really well. He does come across as this incredibly. It's weird because when he's at school, and he's with his mates, I, I, I think he. Oh fuck! Read your notes. Read your notes. I've not written this down. That's, that's right. Oh, forget it. Then you can't go. Now. Um, right, just forget that point. Don't say anything that's not written down. Retail jokes back. <laughs> well, he, well, he doesn't really have. He doesn't really have any friends, and that's the point. 
but the people he does get involved with are quite like vulnerable people. So there's one guy who he sees getting bullied, and so he goes over and helps him, and he starts to sort of befriend him. But you're not quite sure why he's doing that and what his motives are for sort of trying to get friendly with this guy. And then there's this new. Well, he girl. doesn't want to be shot during the school shooting. And then there's this other girl who turns up, who's like a new girl, and she's this like rebel, bit cliche character. But he likes her and starts talking to her, and it's all a bit creepy. And then the ending is very good. The first episode. It ended on a really dark, quite shocking note, and um, it's a school shooting. And even even though it's, I can say it's not, it's not a school shooting. Oh, spoilers, man! Jesus, and it's weird because even though it's called Born to Kill, so obviously you know he wasn't born. No, even though it's called, even though the, despite the title, it still came it as wasn't a Jason Bond film. <laughs> it still came as quite a shock when it happened. Um, I think that's all credit to the. I guess that means he killed someone. <laughs> I think that's all credit to... He's born to! Yeah. I think that's all credit to his performance. But I think you should watch that. I think you quite like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, too fair, yeah. yeah. And that was another one that we saw a trailer for today, Not actually, really in the really. cinema. Right. And that's got Daniel Mays in as well. Right. Um, so it's only a four-parter. It's really hooked me. The ending is great. And I think this young young actor, Jack Rowan, pretty impressed by him. So I like it. High praise. So I'm going to mm. carry on watching that. Um, looking forward to the second one. How many episodes are there? Four. I said that about four times. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I wasn't listening to I wrote to that you. down especially. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, that's it for me. Wow. There's a lot of... Uh, yeah, you watched there. a shitload of stuff and wrote a lot down. Yeah. yeah well done. What have you got, Woody? Um, not a vintage week. What? Where are your notes? It's fair. I've got a list of all of them. I've only got a few things. Um... <laughs> Rick and Morty new episodes. Yep. Um, I watched that a few times now, actually. Hilarious. Hilarious. I think it's one of the funniest ones I've ever done. I it think. was a pretty great episode, yeah. I, I think I've watched it twice now. It was it was hilarious. I, Why haven't you watched it, Jack? I've not even finished series two yet. We don't, it just, get on it, man. I know I need to get on it. I've just not finished Back season. Not, I want to finish. It's such I, an I, easy I wanna, watch. I know it is. I want to catch up. I'm not far away from finishing. But I don't want to watch that till I've finished it, if you know. Binge it. Yeah, probably will. So easy to do. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will. It's just a great show, and it just a little bad show. Um, I'm presuming you've seen it then, right? Yeah, because yeah. they put this on April Fool's Day, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. people thought it was not going to be. Well, no one knows when. Well, everyone's been no asking for it for ages, the next, the next bit. and they've just been deflecting, not saying when it's coming. Yeah, out. Yeah, apparently they pushed for the release date for season season three back again now. Mm. So annoying. It's been two years since season two came out. So. Well, yeah, the, that, that first episode was was great. Really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was superb. Um, Peter Case car share. Oh yeah, it's come back. Oh on. yeah, yeah. Talked um, about that. Or was it you? or Was it Joe? It was me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's better than the first one actually. Even already, it's only had two episodes. But... Do you agree with that, Jack? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Sorry, just burped there. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The second one was very funny after the night after going to the yeah park. yeah but I think both the episodes were really funny like the bit in the first one with the, the guy out of is it Snow Patrol whatever he is oh um no out of um elbow elbow or something yeah <laughs> he's sort his back out we must watch that about twenty times yeah she <laughs> he's doing it she's she's a thirsty girl yeah uh, drink you under the table that bitch <laughs> yeah. So, it's yeah. about a motorbike. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd say it's funny, actually, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But there's less episodes in this one, I think. Right. Well, apparently they're all in the the app there already. They are already, yeah. But just watch it on Wednesday night because it's not else. Yeah. Um, Yeah, not much to say about that. Um, One more thing on telly and then two films I've seen. um, Broadchurch. I actually watched the whole thing. Mm. Stayed with it. Right, okay. Um, It's a good sign. Well, you may as well because... You well, it's finished the, now. We have the last one. And you day. watched the first two episodes, series, didn't you? So. Forever. Finished forever. Okay. Um, it, 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 I think on the whole, it, it was okay. Right. It was a much better effort than series two. You hated that, didn't you? But it was just abysmal. It was it was dire. So, so bad. <laughs> um, but it didn't reach the heights that the first series managed to get. There's a lot wrong with this on Eight episodes. Too long. Too long, too many characters, too many possibilities, not in a good way. Mm. So you sort of, you have a lot of different theories when you're running through the episodes because there's just so many fucking characters, to, so many people to tick off. But it, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as the second one, so I sort of decided to keep on going with it. To be fair, my sister sort of made a good stab at what she thought would happen a couple of episodes before, uh, episode before it ended and she wasn't far off, so... She's got that Woodsford talent yeah, yeah. <laughs> predicting. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Runs in the family. Yeah. But to be fair, I watched the last episode. I didn't watch on the night, but at the first break, I, I knew who it was. <laughs> so yeah. I think in that sense, not good. Yeah, yeah. No, you shouldn't. Be just, it's there's just so many, so many bad characters. So many, so many bad acting actually. How is Lenny Henry? No, I don't think he was. He wasn't. He wasn't too bad. Sir, there's a sorry. so Sir Lenny. There's a lot of other people in there who are just dire. Right, and terrible. You got Coleman and Tennant. They're good. Um, there's just some old hack Jerno. Oh my god, she was the worst. I should have. I should have like, filmed some of the her <laughs> lines. It was just just ridiculous. What was the um, general consensus? Because obviously a lot of people watched it. The general consensus was. Um, Sh- shocking reveal and mm. without getting into it too much basically Hayley Cropper was raped in the first episode Hayley Cropper Hayley Cropper out of Corrie oh the actress yeah okay. yeah she's in it she's a thing but then the whole there's this, this massive message that's just slapping you across the face in the in the last episode it's it's all about what's the difference between consent and and Oh, God. You know, rape and all this. Right. And they don't try and hide that. And it got a bit jarring. And then the actual, oh, the last ten, the last five minutes was just hilarious. We literally had, um, we literally had the vicar of the town. So bumbling little vicar going, oh, we don't know, there's only going to be seven people going to turn up to a sermon. And then we get the whole the whole town mm. every single character all the characters from the first series that no one gives a shit about <laughs> everyone's there listening to his monologue about hope and love and oh my god. Like, oh my god what how do people not cringe see through yeah just cringing <laughs> hell it was just worse than worse but how was that sh- That I'm guessing that wasn't the shocking revelation no the shocking revelation was who done it yeah oh, right. um, but I mean it might have been reading from the Book of Revelations, and it was shocking. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think on the whole, yeah, better better than the second one, but that's the second series. But it's not hard. Um, 
but not great. Mm. I can't believe I'm so fucking kept on going to be honest. Mm. Um, two films, Imitation Game. Ooh. Mm. Rewatch. Oh, right. Um, Rory Kinnear. Yeah, yeah. And um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Great film. Uh, You've seen it, Richie? No, I've had it on DVD oh, for ages. DVD, man. Oh, right, okay. I've not watched it yet. Well, I think it must be Joe Ben has seen it. Joe you? has seen it. Right, okay, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's a great film. Yeah, yeah, I want to watch it. It's just I never kind of... I just never get around to watching it. It's one of those... Yeah, I, I think you should... It's a good run to it. It's about two hours like this one. It's, mm. it's it's a fascinating story, actually. The story of Alan Turing. Yeah. Benedict's great performance from him. I remember when we talked about Doctor Strange. Sort of thought he was alright, but he's a bit too... You know, you're always thinking of Sherlock, aren't you? Yeah. Whereas with this, you're not. You're not thinking... Mm. And I think that's good. I think that's a good sign. Um he he was he was very strong throughout, um, decent supporting cast as well. Yeah, it's it's great it's great watch. Yeah, you should definitely get on it. But I, I thought I thought you'd seen it because no. it's on DVD. Yeah, so. <laughs> is, is, the, right. is the story sort of so, quite a few DVDs? The story is, it, is it adjusted for the film or is it pretty accurate? Well, obviously adjusted certain things. Yeah, but but basically, Alan Turing made this machine. They made him straight. For crap, for crap, the Enigma code, mm. um, and I think. Yeah, I think there's obviously you've got an IMDB they'll have some fucking trivia won't they about yeah. goofs about this machine in the goofs yeah I love those goofs yeah. they're um, the best but yeah the story's really unbelievable about how he was treated mm-hmm. and it took, took about 50 years for him to sort of be recognised as what he actually achieved and I mean and get an apology and get an apology because I think he's either one year or two after he crap a cold he killed himself so pretty mental just, just little things like the government giving him pills to sort of cure his illness of being a homosexual. Chemical yeah, castration, fucking, yeah. Fucking imagine that now, could you? Jesus Christ. No. But it's sort of, it's sort of filmed Back in Back in the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Bloody just modern joking. world. <laughs> just having a... Yeah, yeah. Just having a giggle with Just you. joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say then? I don't know. I don't bloody know. Uh, you're saying about couldn't imagine that happening today the chemical castration um, no no yeah I thought what you were saying um, <laughs> it's sort of set in two different time zones so there's a bit it's sort of him and Kira Knightley and others sort of trying to crack the code and then the other bits with him in a, in a police um, holding interview room with Rory Kinnear and, and a few others and so it sort of bounces in those two different time zones it's a great film You've, yeah, you got you got to get on yeah, that. I watch it. Got to get on that. Um, and then the last film that I watched um, today, get up, it's another war film, but three completely different wars. I, what the odds of that in a week? Oh, <laughs> weird. Um, it was on the iPlayer. It was the last day it was available. It was today, and I saw saw the thing on last week. I thought, oh, give that a watch. Um, it's called Rescue Dawn. Has anyone uh, seen it? No, no, I've heard of it. Christine Bale. Mm. Um, True story about a guy, Dieter, Dieter Dengler, that's who he plays. Right, okay. um, he's a US pilot, um, set set around town Vietnam War. And I thought, first 10 minutes, I thought, oh, it's just going to be another generic fucking Vietnam War film. Mm. So it's all a bit cringy dialogue, and all the God bless America goes flying off. But what happens is he, he gets sent to Laos, I think it's the, the capital. On his first ever mission with the with the air force, he, he he goes flying out there. His plane gets gunned down, and 
he is just stranded in the jungle. Shit. And surviving really. Uh, <laughs> he ends up being being captured by the Viet Cong and, and gets taken to a prison. Held as a prisoner of war where he meets these other people. Um, some of them are fellow Yanks, some of them are one of them's a like a Thai guy, one of them's a Chinese guy. So it's, it's six people. But it transpires that they've been there for a lot longer. They've been there for about two and a half years. But he decides that he he, he wants to break out. And he sort of, all of them together, it takes a while for him to get them on his side and get him to agree to do mm. it. But he just looks at them and thinks, okay, now I can't. I don't know how they've stayed for this long. Mm. Um, and it, it, you know what? It, it took a while to get going. Like I said, I didn't really like the first ten minutes, but it did dive in there once, once the plane crashed. It was sort of, it got a lot better and it's actually a very good film. I don't know how you're going to see it. I don't think you'll be able to catch it. Mm. But I mean, you'd be able to get DVD. It's made in 2006, so it's quite old. Yeah. Um, some of it, I, I've definitely heard heard about it before. It's another it's another great performance from Bale. I mean, he yeah. always puts it in and it's it's another one where him and the other actors as well lost a lot of weight. And it was filmed in reverse continuities, so... He lost the weight at the start. Oh, right. But then filmed both scenes first and then put the weight wow. back on as he was filming. Um, and you can see the transformation on him is quite... Yeah, honestly, I really like this film. I've never heard of anything about it before, but I just saw the synopsis and thought, you know, that sounds quite decent. Hmm. It's got good ratings on IMDb. An unbelievable story. There's some good moments in it. Like, it's not a cliche war film. It's sort of like sort of band of brothers, if you will. There's some good bits of comedy. Mm. some funny characters and brilliant film brilliant film um, but unfortunately the end is very God bless America that's all I'll say okay um, but I'll give it an 8 out of 10 because I thought I thought it was a really really good one recommended to all of you yeah interesting cool um, I'm always up for a Christian Bale film that I've not seen before yeah yeah yeah. which uh, is many <laughs> yeah okay right uh, well I forgot to mention one last week I couldn't remember what it was I had watched, so I'll mention that now. Uh, I watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows again, just right. as a uh, rewatch. Um, oh, you showed me this. This was oh um, great film by this same guy that did Hunt for the Wilder People that's the, that's and the uh, film, yeah. Flight of the Concords. Um, Spinal Tap of whatever it said, didn't it? Yeah, I remember this. Well, there's it. That's like Spinal Tap of Vampire movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, it's like a The Office style mockumentary, but the vampires. Hilarious film. Right. Really great, yeah. Such great comedic timing in the actors, and mm. just yeah, hilarious. Same, com- <laughs> very similar comedy style as uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Well, that was superb, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I definitely recommend it to, for you to see that. Mm. Unfortunately, not got Blu-ray player. So I think it's on Netflix. Is it? I think so. Right, I'll check it out it certainly was. Whether it still is or not, I'm not well, sure. Hunt for the Wilder People is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think this one is as well. So. Yeah, mm. great film. Um, right, the other thing I've got is uh, first episode of Better Call Saul, season three. Shit, I didn't even know. It. Yeah, start again. Christ. Uh, episode two is up now, but they're, I they're pissed about with that, do they? They, they release them pretty every year. Like like every other TV show. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if anything, it's a bit late this year. Because right. it's usually out in like February. Mm. But, uh, yeah, yeah. What, and he, what are you thinking of? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I, I, I think Mike's story is 
really getting going, right, okay. really getting more into the Breaking Bad style things, especially with... Gus is in this one, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. So he's not popped up in the first episode, but <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious where he's, where he's coming in. And, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I do. I think it's really moving on, uh, you know, because occasionally in the other seasons it could be a get a drag a bit. And well, I, yeah, I remember thinking the first one was all right, but I was just expecting it to be Breaking Bad, and it wasn't. Mm. And but I, I think that's just, a mistake. Yeah, very much so. Because I remember when I watched the second one, I loved it. Before, mm. oh, we should have that mindset for the first one. Yeah, but I really, I really liked the second season. So, yeah, so I, I didn't I. even know. I didn't even know this was. It was. Yeah, they didn't like advertise it that much. It didn't. I didn't. I didn't get an email saying no. this has come on well, Netflix I, had, like I, I usually do. I've had a twice. I've had the big screen about Adam Sandler's new one. Yeah, no, that fucked me right off. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't even know they're doing new episodes of Better Call Saul now. Right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. So it's get on that then. It's good. I feel like it is it, gradually. It's just getting. Yeah, closer and closer to the Breaking Bad's kind yeah, of thing, yeah, and yeah, Mike's story more than any, anything else because mm. uh, he's just in that line of work, isn't he? Mm. And mm. and Saul's obviously just in the the lawyer thing, so it's still mm. all about lawyers. Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, I'm enjoying that. I'm looking right. forward to watching the rest of this season. Looking forward to seeing Gus come back into it. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. Mm. So yeah, you still not interested in starting on that, Jack? Weirdly, no. I don't really know why. I just can't be asked. Is okay. That... So, yeah. Sounds good, though, the way you've... I'd rather watch about time. <laughs> baby boss. Boss baby. Whatever. How dare you. I don't know. So you think it looks... You think it sounds good, but you're not interested. See, I'd, see, I'd love to watch it. It's hard to really... I'd love to be in your shoes now and just watch it from the start. Because, like I said before, about having the attitude of... Not maybe I will. Maybe I'll just start yeah. It. If you if you because you know from our experience not to not expect to go in with that mindset. I guess maybe yeah. I will. It seems silly of me not to. So probably and if will. anything, I, you like I cannot. Back? I can never get enough of the montages they do in that show. I'm sick on this. <laughs> so amazing. Uh, there's a great one in the first episode right. of season three. I, absolutely. I mean, it's not spoiler to say. It. No, I would say actually. Well, he's great, and he's been skilled, and he's get a lot about Breaking Bad. There's the, one with the Mike. Long, the Mike's long great. scenes as well. Yeah, long scenes, mm. great. Love all that shit. Probably just, will then, because I did absolutely it's just love. So fun, they obviously it's love good Breaking music Bad. behind a montage of someone doing something so mundane. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. So, be interested to hear your thoughts. How, yeah. ma- how many episodes are there in like a season of that? Ten. Isn't there? Yeah, something like that. Like like the same with Breaking Bad, I think. Mm. Okay. Okay, uh, one more, yeah, one more thing I've got, which is I watched Kill List. Oh, okay, I'll be interested oh. to hear about this. Well, yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was very strange. I told you, I told you it was going to shock you at the end. One yeah. Way, one way or the other. Yeah, I, I won't say too much, but yeah, I, I feel like uh, <laughs> after, I feel like after watching it, I was trying to overthink. I was trying to overthink it because I was like, right. oh, fucking hell, what the fuck's just happened? Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you just take a second to kind of think about it, it's not... It's there's, pretty... It's, there's certain things, certain hints... Yeah. ...in the film that lead you... Yeah, they talk a lot about religion and stuff. and Yeah, I, I imagine if I watched it again, I'd get a shitload I, I, more... I, I, I really want to watch it again because yeah. I've only seen it once as well, but... But, yeah, but yeah it's... Uh, a crazy film and yeah. a great. I didn't realize it was a, a horror film kind of thing, and, yeah. and that was yeah. 
a great, you know, perfect example kind of of what horror films these days are doing wrong. <laughs> yeah, it actually is because it is scary, isn't it? It's it's fucking scary. Yeah. Without having any cliches in it, and like, exactly. it's the type of thing that somebody like Jack might call a thriller. Because they don't know what a horror is. You hate that term, don't you? I do. That's why I'm ridiculing <coughs> you for using it. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, without, I'm glad without you getting it. too spoiled. Yeah, really good film. They're, they're great on the Neil Maskell and Michael Smiley. is so good, mm. aren't they? Yeah. And I, I've, I've, the first bit of it is... I know I know him from something. What has he been in? Neil, Neil Maskell? He's been, in, he's been in loads of things. He's been... He was in High Rise very briefly. He was in... Oh, right. Maybe it's that. Um, football, you've not seen Football Factory? No. Um, Utopia, you seen that? No. Nope. No. Okay, well, I, <laughs> I recognised him anyway. It might have just been from High Rise. Yeah. But yeah, really enjoyed it. And uh, that's that's all yeah. I've watched. Bare Chemistry was sort of the first half of it. I remember sort of... Oh, I loved, I, just, I loved that. The, at the din- when they're having dinner together. About, yeah, sort of reading up on this after I watched it. Some bits of that are improvised and you can actually tell, can't you? Like, yeah, I think that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I love how disjointed all the camera work is all the time. It just cuts all the time. It, it makes it so creepy. And it's so... Yeah, oh yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought a lot of it was just them two talking to each other when we're going from hotel to hotel. And we're just, you know, we're hitmen assassins, but we're just talking about the most mundane, boring yeah. shit. Yeah. They just uh, got good chemistry. It's but, you know... together. You can go listen back to Free Fire about how much we all love Ben Wheatley. I think mm. I declared my love for him in that episode. But you got Free Fire, High Rise, and Kill List. All three completely different films. And yeah, nothing like each other. Completely different in terms of sort of everything in terms of like, the, the, the camera work, as you say, yeah. In, in Kill List is so different to the camera work in Free Fire. Mm. And the humour's so different. There's something, there's something massively creative going on in every one of those films. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's a fucking, he's a top boy, I think. Yeah. I really cannot get enough of Wheatley at the moment. Mm. So, I think you should watch out, Jack. I think Two he's got another one that he's there. making at the moment. Yeah, oh. uh, it's in the other room anyway, I'll grab it for you. Oh, it's, 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 and, uh, yeah. yeah, it's one of my favourite films I've seen in, in a long while, I could list it. Uh, but that's it from me. Right. So, I guess we'll just move on to say... That you can email us at filmnights at yahoo.co.uk if you want. Or should we, should we give a quick shout out to Ben and Rob who are listening? Our new two... Ben Wheatley's listening. <laughs> ben Wheatley, yes. I mean, you can do if you want. We kind of gave him a shout out last week, but yeah. I guess that's true. I was just going to say, um, yeah, thanks for hitting us up on Twitter and I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Keep listening. Good lads. T- tell your mates. If anyone else listening wants us up to... Villa. Up the villa. <laughs> just the game of the weekend, boys. <laughs> If anyone else wants us to just speak to them personally through the podcast, then just let us know. Because we'll we'll just do it for anything. Yeah, literally. We're whores. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, we're interaction whores. Yeah. Um, I've lost the flow of what here I was we doing. Go, here we go. Unbelievable. He's got two coming up. Ooh. An untitled film. Ooh. And then Freak Shift. Oh, freak Shift. That's how that's... Doesn't say anything, obviously, but the only thing I've got, the only one I've got left to see now is is uh, Down Terrace and A Field of England, and I've seen all these feature films. Follow us on uh, Twitter <laughs> at filmnight underscore, and subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, and any other podcatcher that you found us on. 
Next week, it is our 100th episode. <sighs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what a milestone that will be. Um, sure to be a good one. Yeah, I think we're aiming to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but mm. if you have any... can't su- guarantee it, but... If you have any suggestions in terms of, you know, anything you want us to talk about, or any new feature yeah, ideas... We've had a suggestion of Mulholland Drive, haven't we? Mulholland Drive. That'd be good to do if we can't make it to yep. Guardians. Yeah, and Ben also suggested Sunshine, which I have seen, but a long time ago. Oh, I didn't realise you'd seen that. That's weird that you've it, seen it, it is weird. But we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know why it's weird? Because we actually watched it why? in physics. Why is that weird? Well, why would we do that? I don't know. I don't know what the film's about. Is it about physics? Well, it is about space. There you go, then. But I'm, it's just... That, <laughs> why did we do that? I don't know why. I can't even think what the reason was. But that's why I watched it. Okay. Um, so yeah, for our one hundredth episode, we wanna we're gonna think of some ways to make it cool, make it big, make it good, make it great. Um, what do you mean, make it good? Every episode is great, Richie. Yeah, but we need to we need it's to great. hit the level that we tried to hit, well, that we did hit with the fiftieth episode as well. Yeah. You know, it's got to go. It's got to go above and beyond each milestone. As as Rob said, he enjoyed our passion in that. Episode. All right, stop going on about him. Yeah, because this is England. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Britannia. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah, we're, we're gonna we'll try and think of some fun things to do, probably. And yeah, we'd we'd also like to hear from you guys of what you want us to do, listeners, email us and. Ask us something, or tell us something, or show us something, Ooh. or whatever. Ooh la la. If you have any, I don't know, fun game type ideas Features, that you think segments. we could do, some some segments, you know, mm. along the lines of the type of uh, educating Jack segments we've done in the past. That's being brought back next week. I'm gonna bring that back. Spoiler. Next week. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring oh, back Educating wow. Jack next week. I'm excited, so really. look forward to that. Oh. And, and anything f- going forward, anything for the future that you you think maybe we should try and yep develop. I hope Joe brings another cake. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, well, someone should. Oh. Literally anything, cockers. Yeah, just just just, just we will do it. We are interaction whores. <laughs> yeah, we we will we will actually just do anything that you tell us to. Yeah. <laughs> no anything. question. Yeah. No question. No boundaries. No boundaries. Thank you, Mr. Gray. <laughs> so, if that's everything, unless anybody has anything, anything else they'd like to say, no, then I guess I'll say, see you next week, boys, for the big one. Looking yeah. forward to it. See you there. Century. And uh, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Will ye go, lassie, go? I will build my love a tower from the pure and crystal mountain, and it's there I shall bring all the flowers on the mountain. Will ye go, Lassie? Go. What? What? <laughs>